Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast, the incremental anti-diet solution for effective permanent weight loss. Primal Potential is committed to helping you overcome emotional eating, hormonal imbalances, unhealthy habits, and your dieting mindset through education and inspiration. We don't just talk about what you should eat and what you should avoid. We talk strategy. Primal Potential is bridging the gap between knowing and doing. Each episode will leave you with concrete tips for making positive changes that make a difference. Primal Potential is here to help you lose weight, get healthy, and master fat loss naturally. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 13 of the Primal Potential podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton, and today we are going to be going into part three of our conversation about hormones. And if you haven't listened to episodes 11 and 12 yet, you might want to go back and do that, but don't worry, they still make a lot of sense out of order and you can still get a lot of practical information from this episode. So what we're doing with this little hormone mini-series is establishing why hormones are so important in the fat loss game. And I'm saying this regardless of your age and gender. This isn't just for ladies. This isn't just for menopausal ladies. Regardless of your age and gender, hormones are incredibly important in the fat loss game. And we're talking about how our diet and lifestyle can disrupt our hormone balance and most importantly, we're talking about how we can naturally rebalance our hormones and optimize our health and our metabolism and our fat burning potential simply by the foods we eat and with a few minor lifestyle tweaks. So in episode 11, if you didn't catch that, we talked about the impact that our hormones have on whether we're in fat burning mode or if we're in fat storing mode, and the kinds of changes that we can make to ensure that we are in fat burning mode. And I'll link to episode 11 in the show notes for this episode. In episode 12, we talked about how to translate the hormonal signals that your body is sending you because it is constantly sending you signals so that you can tell if your hormones are balanced or not. So in episode 12, we talked about what those signals are, what they mean, and how you can interpret them and turn around to naturally balance your hormones with some specific dietary strategies for specific signals that you get from your body. Today, I want to talk about a group of hormones known as your thyroid hormones. These tend to get a lot of blame when people are struggling to lose weight. You'll hear people say all the time that they can't lose weight because they have a slow thyroid or an underactive thyroid or something like that. And there is no doubt at all that the thyroid hormones play a major role in both weight loss and weight gain, and they're significantly impacted by the hormones insulin, 
cortisol, leptin, and some other metabolic hormones. And we talked a lot about insulin, cortisol, and leptin in episode 11. So be sure to check that one out because those hormones do have a ripple effect on the thyroid hormones. So what is the thyroid? Simply put, it is a gland that secretes hormones. And you can think of the thyroid as your body's metabolic thermostat. The hormones secreted by your thyroid influence the function of pretty much every cell in your body. So when your thyroid is functioning optimally, you feel energetic, vibrant, optimistic. And when your thyroid is not functioning optimally, you generally feel tired or more depressed, sluggish, kind of foggy in your thinking. You experience more weight gain or bloating, trouble regulating your body temperature. And in episode 12, you'll remember that we talked a lot about interpreting the hormonal signals you're getting from your body. And we talked about the fact that low energy is a signal that your thyroid might not be functioning at an optimal level. It's important to remember that you don't have just one thyroid hormone. There are actually several thyroid hormones and they all function differently. They're produced and released based on signals that your thyroid receives from your brain. Now, your thyroid is extremely sensitive to external inputs like diet and environment and stress and exposure to toxins. So if you're not eating an optimal diet or you're making suboptimal lifestyle choices, that can wreak utter havoc on your thyroid. And that's a really important point, guys. One that I really want you to take away from this. Your thyroid is very, very sensitive. You can't just fuel your body with garbage and expect your thyroid to function optimally. It won't. It is very, very sensitive. You will significantly impact your thyroid's ability to do its job just by the way you eat and the lifestyle factors around you. Fueling your body properly is going to help the thyroid do its job. It's going to increase your energy and it's going to increase your ability to lose weight. On the flip side, though, not fueling your body well impairs your thyroid. It gives the thyroid bad information and impairs your energy and your ability to lose weight. So it's not just a matter of the quantity of the fuel you give your body. It really truly is about the quality of the fuel you give your body. All right, so let's talk about some of the thyroid hormones and how they're different from one another because a lot of people think, oh, well, I went to the doctor and they measured my thyroid hormone and all the levels seemed normal. It's not that easy. It's not that straightforward. So before we go into the practical implementation strategies, I really want you to understand that there are different thyroid hormones and they do different things. And I want you to really understand kind of where a breakdown can happen in the process and the kinds of factors that have to be in place to ensure that you have optimal thyroid function, because this is going to impact everything. It's going to impact your mood. It's going to impact your energy level. It's going to impact your ability to burn fat. So if we don't have this right, we're going to kind of feel like crap. So T3 is the hormone that we're typically referring to when we think about our metabolism. T3 is an active hormone that regulates your body's fuel usage and temperature. 
And when I say something like fuel usage, I'm talking about what the body uses to run itself. So if it's choosing to run off the sugar in your blood when you eat carbohydrates, or if it's choosing to tap into the fat that you've got stored around your belly or your thighs, or if it's choosing to fuel yourself with its muscle, okay? Your thyroid is one of the big determinants of what type of fuel your body is using. So T3 is that hormone directing fuel usage. T4 is inactive, okay? It is an inactive thyroid hormone. It is a precursor to T3. So in order for T4 to do anything, it has to be converted to T3, okay? On its own, without being converted to T3, T4 is useless. But here's the thing. When you measure total thyroid hormones, T4 makes up more than 90% of your total thyroid hormone, but it's just sitting there waiting to be converted to T3 so it can get in the game and make a difference. Then there's reverse T3. Okay, so we've talked about T3. That's the active one. T4 is inactive, but it's a precursor to T3. And then there's reverse T3, which is also inactive. Now, your body, in response to stress, or illness, or calorie restriction from crash dieting, your body will respond by producing more of the reverse T3, okay? Reverse T3, remember, is inactive. So this is your body's way of slowing down your thyroid function and slowing down your metabolism so that the body can conserve energy, because it either needs to heal or it's in starvation mode. So your body slows everything down by producing more of this inactive thyroid hormone called reverse T3. I want everybody to really understand that that is a survival mechanism of the body. So if you're injured or you're sick or you're crash dieting, your body is going to respond by slowing your thyroid function. And it slows your thyroid function by producing more of this inactive thyroid hormone called reverse T3. So there are different thyroid hormones and some of them are completely inactive. It's not just as simple as measuring your thyroid hormone to determine if you have a healthy thyroid or not. It really is about a ratio of these three, okay? All three of these hormones need to be successfully produced and they need to be produced in the proper ratios. If the total amounts are off or if the ratios are off, your thyroid function is gonna be impaired. But that's not all that it takes. So producing these hormones in the adequate amounts and the adequate ratios isn't all that's required. They also, these hormones must be successfully released from a cell and they must successfully attach to the precise receptor on the cell that it's targeting. So all these different factors have to be in place or else you're gonna have impaired thyroid function. So I, I really want to emphasize that it's not just as simple as going to the doctor and measuring your total thyroid hormone levels because there's lots of different factors that have to be in play for your thyroid to kind of be firing on all cylinders. You might have plenty of total thyroid hormone. But you might have a problem um, releasing the thyroid hormone from the cell adequately, or there might be a problem with the receptor sites. Any way that there's a problem, total amounts, ratio, release, recepting, then you're going to have impaired thyroid function. 
So a simple measure of total thyroid levels is inadequate, but don't worry because we are going to talk about what types of diet and lifestyle choices throw off these different areas and what we can do about it. So like I emphasize in almost every single episode, you have to remember and always frame things coming from the standpoint that your body is designed for survival. I say it all the time because it's so important. We have to look at our diet and lifestyle choices based on the messages that those choices send to our body's survival instincts. So when you drastically reduce your calorie intake, your thyroid function slows down. Why? Because your body senses that fuel intake is limited and it doesn't want you to burn off your stored energy because you might need it. When you slash your calorie intake, your thyroid production is reduced and much of the thyroid hormone that you do produce and release will be inactive, so it can't do anything. That's your body's way of conserving energy in times of perceived threat. So your thyroid hormones control your body's response to stress and injury and illness and calorie restriction by slowing down the metabolism to allow your body to conserve energy, okay? So your thyroid hormones are gonna respond this way. They're gonna slow down your metabolism to protect you. You won't heal as quickly. You won't have the energy levels that you need. You won't be able to burn fat optimally when you cut off your body's energy supply by crash dieting and all those crazy, silly things we've all done a million times. My hand is in the air. I've done it. I've been there. Heck, I've done it for 20 plus years. Now, similarly, when your leptin levels are low, we talked about uh, leptin in episode 11, So if your leptin levels are low or you're resistant to leptin due to being overweight or obese or consuming a high-carbohydrate diet, your thyroid function will also decrease. So leptin, you'll remember, is your body's satiety signal. And the more overweight we are, the more extra body fat we're carrying, the higher our chances of leptin resistance. So we're not getting those satiety signals, those feelings of fullness, And that slows down the overall thyroid signal. Your body is not getting signaled or it can't perceive that signal that there's there's adequate energy stored in the body. So it's going to downshift your metabolism to keep you safe. And it's just your body's natural survival response. Another thing we need to be aware of is that high levels of estrogen, we're going to be talking about estrogen in a lot more detail in an upcoming episode, High levels of estrogen can also slow your overall thyroid function. Here's how. The presence of excess estrogen in your body increases certain proteins that bind to and block the receptors for your thyroid hormones. So the thyroid hormone can't bind to the receptor that it needs because it's being blocked by this protein produced in response to high estrogen. So your thyroid might be functioning properly in that it's producing the thyroid hormones in the amounts that you need and the ratios that you need, but they can't do their job because that receptor is taken. It's blocked. It's full. And remember, we mentioned that you can have adequate thyroid hormone, adequate production and release, but if it can't bind to that cell receptor and do its job, it's useless. And high levels of estrogen can block those thyroid hormone receptors, and that impairs our overall thyroid function. That slows down our metabolism and slows our ability to burn fat. 
Another thing that can really impair our thyroid function is cortisol, a stress hormone. Now, this relationship is a little bit more complicated because in small intermittent doses, cortisol can really help your fat loss, right? It can make your thyroid more efficient. Unfortunately, excess cortisol inhibits the conversion of T4, remember that inactive thyroid hormone, to T3, the active form. And when do we see excess cortisol? With chronic stress. And that doesn't mean just mental or emotional stress, that can be physical stress, uh, physical stress from illness, physical stress from chronic exercise, like spending too much time in the gym, doing chronic cardio, spending hours on the treadmill or the elliptical, That's not good for your stress hormones. It's not good for your thyroid. It's not good for your ability to burn fat. So when we have chronically elevated cortisol, that stress hormone, our T4, which remember is like 90% of our total thyroid hormone, can't convert to T3, the active form that we need for metabolism and fat burning. Now we know we shouldn't crash diet. We know we shouldn't spend hours doing cardio, Um, because our stress levels will get carried away, right? But there are some lesser known threats to our thyroid function in our environment. And without even knowing it, we can be slowing down our metabolism and creating complete hormonal chaos in our body by exposing ourselves to things called thyroid disruptors. We are unknowingly constantly exposing ourselves to chemicals and toxins that are called thyroid disruptors. And these chemicals affect our T3 levels, the active thyroid hormone that's responsible for regulating our metabolism. And they're found in things that we encounter and eat every day. So some of the most common thyroid disruptors are bisphenol A, also called BPA, dioxin, and red dye number three. So BPA is commonly found in plastic products like um, drink bottles, Tupperware, plastic utensils. That's why you see a lot of BPA-free stickers um, on when you go to buy like a Nalgene bottle or any type of water bottle. Even when you buy like cases of water, a lot of them now advertise BPA-free because we've recently become very aware of how dangerous BPA is and we really want to limit our exposure to it. So if you are drinking out of plastic, which I don't recommend for a number of reasons, but make sure that you are choosing BPA-free bottles, um, or if you're eating out of Tupperware often, which I also don't recommend for a number of reasons that we'll get into when we talk about estrogen, um, make sure that you are buying Tupperware that is BPA-free, okay? Dioxin is found most commonly in animal and dairy products and some fruits and vegetables. And I know you might be panicking because those are foods that we tell you to eat often, but a good way to avoid dioxin is to choose organic foods, okay? And I know it can seem cumbersome to choose organic, but I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference when we can avoid our exposure to these toxins because these toxins are creating hormonal chaos in our body. Red dye number three is commonly found in processed foods. So if you avoid processed foods, you're largely going to avoid red dye number three almost completely. 
It's in a lot of candies and cereals, soda, jello. It's even in a lot of breakfast bars. So if you think you're making good choices there, definitely take a look at the ingredient list because you definitely want to avoid red dye number three. All right, so those are a few broad uh, implementation strategies, but it's always important that we talk about real specific stuff that we can start doing today to balance our hormone levels, and in this case, strategies we can take to naturally optimize our thyroid function. Because there's a lot that can go wrong and impair our thyroid function and lead to a slower, less efficient metabolism and an impaired ability to burn fat, but there's a lot we can do through our diet and our lifestyle and our exercise to improve our thyroid function. First of all, thyroid function, optimal thyroid function, relies on several key nutrients. But these are nutrients that have to be consumed daily because these particular nutrients, our body doesn't have the ability to store them. I'm talking specifically about iodine, zinc, and selenium. So you have to fuel your body with quality foods. Processed foods are not going to cut it. Not only will they not solve the problem of hormonal imbalance, but they're probably going to make it a whole lot worse. So you have to focus on creating a solid foundation of whole foods straight from nature as they were intended. I'm talking fruits, vegetables, healthy fats, animal proteins, ideally whenever you can, organic right? As low toxin as possible. And if you aren't sure if you're getting enough of these nutrients, go ahead and take a daily multivitamin because quality nutrition is critical for optimal thyroid function. And as has been the case with almost all the hormones we've talked about, one of the most impactful changes we can make for hormone balance is to control our blood sugar. We need to avoid those dramatic peaks and valleys in our blood sugar. And one of the most straightforward and effective ways to do that is to cut out processed foods, right? And to limit our consumption of wheat and grain. Ideally, avoiding them completely is going to be the very best thing for hormonal balance. But you can start by just cutting out processed foods and focusing as much as you can on vegetables, meat, fish, poultry, nuts, seeds, and some fruit. However, As you make this transition, make sure that you aren't drastically cutting your calories. You shouldn't be dieting. Remember that when you drop your calories and you crash diet, you send your body into survival mode that slows your thyroid function. So eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. No crash dieting. No severe caloric restriction. I'll show up on your doorstep and like just drill this message into your head. There are no shortcuts. It will backfire. I'm speaking from experience. I'm speaking from an understanding of the science behind this. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Avoid thyroid disruptors, those things that we talked about like BPA and dioxin and red dye number three. A great way to avoid thyroid disruptors is to get a water filter uh, in your kitchen and in your showers. If you drink out of plastic bottles, make sure that they are BPA-free. Choose organic foods. Avoid processed foods, especially processed foods with red dye number three. One other thing that we can do um, to help with our thyroid function is lift heavy weights. And when you're ready... Uh, engage in some high-intensity interval type of training because this increases uh, our cellular receptors to thyroid hormones. It increases their sensitivity so that uh, it's easier for our thyroid hormones to bind to their cell cell receptors so our thyroid's just more effective and more productive. 
You want to, however, avoid chronic cardio. Don't spend hours on the treadmill or the elliptical or hours in the gym doing anything, really. Short, intense workouts are going to be your best bet for hormone balance and getting the fat loss results that you want to see. I hope that you're really starting to see a trend here as it relates to balancing and optimizing your metabolic hormones. They all work differently, but they all impact each other and they have a ripple effect. And they all benefit from a healthy diet that minimizes blood sugar spikes and that minimizes processed foods, wheats, and grains. And fortunately, it's not like you have to overhaul everything. The same few simple strategies really have an impact on almost all of your hormones. Eat whole foods, limit processed foods and wheats and grains, manage your stress, limit your exposure to toxins, lift heavy things, and do some short high-intensity interval workouts. All right, so we are covering a ton in this hormonal mini-series. If you haven't checked out episodes 11 and 12, you definitely want to do that. Uh, In our next episode, we're going to be covering probably my favorite hormone, which is estrogen. But don't be overwhelmed by the volume of info because you can head over to primalpotential.com and see the show notes for all of these episodes with all the details of the facts and the implementation strategies and links to other helpful resources to help you get started. And as always, if there are topics that you want to hear me cover, let me know. You can comment on the show notes page. You can send me an email directly, elizabeth at primalpotential.com. You can comment over on the Primal Potential Fat Loss Facebook uh, Facebook page, because really that's what I'm here for. That's my passion. I want to give you the answers and the strategies that you need to master fat loss naturally. So until next time, stay healthy. This is your moment. Your moment to move forward and make progress. It's time to see where an education can take you. For over 130 years, Strayer University has been at the forefront of change, offering programs that help students like you get ahead and stay ahead so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.